This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Welcome to the Decibel Geek Podcast, where we're living in a bizarre old world, and boy are we. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my rock and roll brother, Chris Sinzak. How's it going, my man? It's going. How are you? I'm good. We're in the we're in the kitchen of rock tonight. Yes, we are. Well, we're we're taking shelter from the cold. Yeah, it's pretty cold out in the studio, so we're gonna kick it in the kitchen tonight. It's yeah. a good idea. It's cold in the Adobe Hut, as our friends at Covers and Fire would like to say. <laughs> so, what are we what are we gonna do first here? Um, well, I mean, we've been through some crazy stuff this week, but I think we should, before we address anything, we should probably just go ahead and uh, take care of business, right? right? I mean, that's how we always start the show. We got to take care of business. So I see that here recently, we've been getting a lot of Facebook and a lot of iTunes reviews. Yeah. I love it. It's so great. I haven't cried in, it seems like years. <laughs> You've been crying? No. Oh, okay. No, I haven't been crying oh, at all okay. because there's so many I iTunes reviews. I thought you meant reviews. tears of joy, but due to all the reviews. Well, now that you, now that you say that, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So let's kick it off right. Let's do a couple of iTunes reviews and a couple of Facebook reviews. I'll do the iTunes ones. All, all right. right. Here's the first one. It comes to us from KLB Cool, and it's a five-star rating, just the way we like it. And he says this. When it comes to music podcasts, they all seem to follow the leader, which is Decibel Geek. From the format they follow to the guests they try and get, you know you're the leader when other podcasts consider you the experts and call you live on their shows. That happened to you. Yes. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Caught me off guard. That was cool, though. No one can match the chemistry that Chris and Aaron have, as well as the knowledge that could stump even the biggest trunk. There's only one podcast that I'm always checking for a new episode, and that's the Decibel Geek Podcast. Can I give a 10-star review? Wow. No, you can only give five, but we'll take it. We'll take five. We'll take five. We're happy with that. That's a great review right there. I like that a lot. Thanks, Mom, for writing that. (laughs) Your mom is awesome. She is. All right. And we got another one here. So this is great. So let's go ahead and keep doing it. Comes to us from our friend, Wadzilla74. I think I know who that is. I do, too. Oh, yeah. It's entitled, Vinnie Vincent Got to Meet These Guys. Oh, wow. How cool. <laughs> Five stars. Goes a little something like this. Great music, great interviews, and great talk. Chris and Aaron are the best. As a loyal listener and VIP, I'm here to tell you that these guys are the real deal and great friends. Chris drove the getaway car when I egged Sammy Hagar's house, and Aaron helped me sell my product to all the ugly kids. Joe's road crew. So do yourselves a favor and meet these fine men at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo Part Two. Hopefully they're not next to those jerks from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Yours truly, Rock and Ron's probation officer. Pretty cool. That's super cool. I can't wait for Rock and Pod, man. Me too. Get to see all our friends again. Get to hang out and have fun. Get to talk to rock and rollers. Get to meet people. That's coming up on August twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Simmons' birthday. That's right. So we'll never forget Gene yes. Simmons' birthday, August twenty fifth. Rock and Pod Expo, Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Don't miss Go it. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Rock and Pod twenty eighteen to donate and get your tickets. Sweet. Okay, so Facebook reviews. I'm going to get through these and we can get on with the show. And these are three pretty cool reviews first one comes from lucas hannon on january 29th says great podcast my favorite episodes are the ones about vinnie vincent and about albums which the albums unleashed yeah keep up the great work thank you lucas cool 
Another five-star one from uh, Vince Vandergraaf. We saw him in Atlanta at the Expo. Yeah. He says, these guys are awesome, and you can tell they truly love the music and our fans. Always interesting to listen to. Been listening to Decibel Geek for a few years now, and their content keeps getting better. Keep up the excellent work. Thank nice. you, Vince. Ending it up this week, uh, Christopher Santos gave it a five-star review. Said, you guys do great. Especially love all the Vinnie Vincent episodes. Keep up the good work. I'm sensing a trend here. We gained a lot of Vinnie Vincent fans this last week. Well, two weeks. Well, we yeah. had a lot. we already had a lot of them. Right. But we gained a bunch more. That's yeah. cool. I like that. And then uh, our other favorite people, Geeks of the Week, these are the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter, last week's Vinnie Vincent reaction episode. Uh, Geeks of the Week this week are Mike Grabowski, Greg Troyan, Rich Canamar, HRR, Ian Wadley, Trance Foster, Roshane Paisley, Brent Tibbetts, Ralph Vieira, Tony Bakken, Scott Stein, Mike Tyler, Greg York, Joshua Toomey from Talk To Me, Sean Cullen, Mike Stewart, Kevin Williams, The Riff of the Day, Gino Ames, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Darren Lanou. Mikhail Burrell, Baco, Cobras and Fire Podcast, Growing Up Rock Podcast, Joseph Capone, Anthony Britt, Pierre Lorenzo, Dave Koska, The Classic Metal Show, Chris Fretwell, Matt Fraley. Hey, I, I agree, Chopper. Uh, <laughs> Eric Sartana Horna, David Glenn, Shay Hargett, Neil Bees, Nate Atchison, Adam Cox, Stacey Sullivan, Craig Broderick, Otto Erlen Gregerson, Mark Alden Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Andrew Jacobs, Todd Cunningham, Wayne Cross, Justin Boyd. Jimmy Johnson, Kenneth Roy, wow. Aaron Baker, Storytime with Aaron Baker, Derek Laba, Joe Lescon, Hardy Girl 73, Anna Maria, Viking Girl, FMPB Podcast, Playball 66, JJ Mack, Jay Shablewski, Alex Thorne, Nighthawk, Ernesto Aguiar, Joe Becht, Brent Whittemore, met him at the uh, meet and greet on Sunday, Bojack Milkshake Rooster. Nice. That's pretty cool. That's a great name. I hope um, your parents actually named you that. Yeah, me too. They should get an award. Or or go to jail. Uh, Jeff Mendenhall, Graham Spark, Tom Smoke, Tom Smoke, and of course, the, the Mooger Fooger. Yes, Chopper will tell them you shared it too. The show's gone to the dogs. And those are all the people that shared and retweeted last week's episode. Pretty popular episode. Our reaction, our good time we had down in Atlanta. Got and the uh, video version's doing really well on YouTube also. Nice. Yeah. That's Rock and cool. Ron did a good job putting that together. Rock and Ron is the coolest, man. He works so hard for us and keeps that Facebook page just a rocking. Check it out, Decibel Geek TV. There's all kinds of cool stuff on there. And new stuff getting put up all the time. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of your favorite bands, live performances from all over the world, places that you can't go to and see your favorite band, well, you you can go to Decibel Geek TV and check it all out. There's all kinds of cool stuff to see. Okay. So we had last week's episode I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. Pretty uh, thought-provoking. Well, I guess we should probably just talk about it then. Yeah. So I brought a little controversy with a K. Yeah, and to, I haven't Decibel Geek. For those of you that have messaged me and blown up my Facebook over the last weekend, I I've remained silent because I talked to Aaron about it. I said, "How do we want to respond?" And he said, "I will handle responding to it because I'm the one who made the comments." Well, I just want to say this, yeah, because I made the commentary last week about the rude interruption that was perpetuated by a podcast known as Three Sides of the Coin during the Vinnie Vincent on stage segment at the Atlanta Kiss Expo and I told my experience of hearing the commotion wondering what it was and being told by many fellow Kiss fans in attendance that it was three sides grandstanding right, right? that's the way I got it mm-hmm. so I do feel like I owe some apologies because you know more of the story actually came out so first off I feel like I should apologize to you okay. because you know I know that you view rock podcasting as a brotherhood and in most cases I do too and you know I know that you like to keep it all drama free around here and you know I agree with that 100% as well you know we do our best stuff when we're just concentrating on what we're doing so you know I was a little wrong for that I also know that you know 
It's hard for me because last week I spoke up against something that I found to be very disrespectful to Vinnie Vincent and to the KISS fans who paid their hard-earned money to hear what the man had to say. And, you know, by doing so, I kind of caused us a little backlash. Now, the whole situation, it's really highlighted something that I've always known, that when we do Decibel Geek, it's a 50-50 partnership. Mm -hmm. And we represent not not just the show, but each other as well. So... When I shoot off at the mouth, it affects you as well. So when Aaron says something, it becomes what Decibel Geek said, yeah. you know, yeah. and it, dra- has been reported on it, the it, internet it drags you in whether you <laughs> like it or not, you know, and that's uh-huh. why I was trying to kind of reiterate last week saying that you might like them, you know, and I, I was kind of trying to distance you from what I was doing because yeah. while I was saying it, I was kind of thinking in my head, I might regret this, you uh, know, yeah. and so, but I, that makes but two I of you us. know, <laughs> I'm a passionate guy, you know, I can't sometimes to my own detriment and I can't, when I'm feeling strong about something, I just can't hold it in. So yeah, that's why when I got the screenshot from the three sides comment from a good friend of mine that morning, I thought, oh shit, because they weren't talking down about me. They were talking shit about us. Like when they called us cowards, even though I brazenly called them out by name, Mm. quite boldly for their actions and not anonymously behind a keyboard but into this very microphone, loud and clear. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's not cowardly, I, th- I don't I think. I think that may have been more referring to me. Okay, but listen, I know you're a peace-loving man, and I already know the answer to this, so I guess you know you can clear it up. Mm. Did you meet these guys earlier in the day at the expo and Brown knows them and tell them how much you love Three Sides of the Coin? No. Okay. I, I, and, and, you know, I, I have no need to... To lie. And let me let me let me state my side or my opinion on this whole thing. Okay. First off, we I've heard they recorded their response to this already, and it's coming out next week or probably this week by the time you hear it. And they're going to rip us a new one, and that's fair because because you know two of the three that we called out were were not you know part of said event but they're on their facebook page and they're saying that we we met them earlier in the day and that we love them and you know what it's funny because i've never met any of them ever so they type that they met us and we're both huge fans but that's bullshit you know and that's coming from somebody who's trying to convince someone that they should be believed without question while accusing us of being liars and i find that highly suspect Okay, well, I'm getting to that. But what I'm saying is, if you're listening to them this week, then, you know, take your shots. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But as far as get us getting something wrong, that's, I'm saying, we, that, and we, we were factually incorrect as far as that goes, as far as right. two of them being in, involved in the incident we were right. talking about. Right. Well, this was never about our respective shows. And, you know, it's about what happened at the expo. But when they made their statement on Facebook and they yeah. twisted it into a kind of a three sides versus decibel geek thing, because everybody knows who they're talking about, they're talking about us. Everybody right. knows it. And by, they're, by doing that, they're Implying that we're attempting a publicity stunt about their publicity no, stunt not, in order to steal their fans no. because, mm-hmm. after all, according to the popularity contest that is likes on Facebook, right. according to my calculations, now if you take Decibel Geek, Cobras and Fire, Talking Metal, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, Talk to Me, 
Growing Up Rock, Canadian Geeks, The Classic Metal Show, Ages of Rock, The Double Stop, Rock and Oral, and Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. If you united us and added up all our Facebook likes, we would still fall short at three sides of the coin by over 5,000 likes. Okay. Really? Highly suspect once again. If we want to usurp, no, I I don't want to say we because I've already done this enough to you. I will say if I wanted to usurp your audience, I'd just pony up the cash, buy me a whole bunch of phony likes and downloads. But you know what? We would never do that because I can speak for you on this one. We love and appreciate every single one of our living, breathing listeners. And, you know, me personally, I'll take 5,000 of them over 20,000 examples of false accomplishment any day. But like I said, this isn't about their show versus our show. We're this was about, <laughs> no, they made it that. I know, but we're, we're, they we're made prolonging it. it. And so this isn't about that. This is about their conduct. But yeah. here's the thing, and you're right about this. These fuckers, you know, they almost got me. They really did. When I saw the statement, I paused for a minute and I thought, shit, what if I was wrong? You know, what if I got the information wrong? What if I am a douche? Worse than that, what if I'm making you look like one too? But then the text messages started coming in, and you got the first one from a very honorable and trustworthy friend of ours. This is a guy who made us a promise once, then came through in such a big way that he helped us deliver two of our most beloved episodes ever. I know you know who I'm talking about. He was stationed near Bob Kulik, who was only a few feet away from the three sides table, and I quote, Michael Brandvold, in his self-importance, was holding court with a handful of people. Everyone around them were getting pissed off and annoyed. Then I heard from another reliable witness that was right near the Noise in the Attic Records booth, which is right next to the three sides table, and I quote, Hey bro, kudos for calling out that dickweed Brandvold. I'm not sure who he's talking to, but they were obnoxiously loud, and I was near Omid, and he was fuming. So then I remember Omid's account. Of, of telling them to shut up, mm. right? So then it, it makes me think of that, and then I, the reaction of all the Kiss fans that were in attendance. So maybe Tommy and Mick weren't at the table, but Branville sure was, and he was trying to make it known to everybody there that was trying to watch Vinnie Vincent that three sides of the coin is over here. So just the same way that when I say something stupid and get people pissed off on the internet, you get drug into it, Guess what? It works that way for them, too. If you have a naughty child, you don't let them run around in the store unattended. So when they're doing bad stuff and you don't like it, well, that's too bad because you're three sides of the coin, just like poor Chris has to deal with my dumb ass here on the Decibel Geek podcast. Well, we Does that need, make sense? We need to pause so I can give you a spanking, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? If you really want to make it show versus show, I did, if, I and, and I know you don't, <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying, I don't appreciate the pissy pants response to what I had to say, and I would actually prefer that you don't mention us by name because that's not what we want. But you know what? If there are any, any actual Three Sides exclusive fans listening to this, I probably shouldn't let the opportunity to usurp pass me by. So for you, KISS fans who listen exclusively to Three Sides and maybe single episodes here and there of shows that have the audacity to call them out on their bullshit, well, and also for KISS fans that want a little more from your KISS-related podcasts, I give you this. Aaron Camaro's list of six KISS-exclusive podcasts that are way better than Three Sides of the Coin and in no particular order, Podkissed, Podcast Rock City, KISS FAQ, The KISS Room, 
Pot of Thunder and Kistory Science Theater. I hope you wrote that down. You're welcome. They're all great podcasts performed by good people, created by True Kiss fans for True Kiss fans. No drama, just celebration of the hottest band of all freaking time. And now I will never mention them again. Oh, I agree with that list. Okay. I do love that list. I do too. I love all those guys. Those guys are all fantastic. Yeah, but all right, so, all right, can I speak now? Yes, you may. Okay. I, I think I'm done. All right. And, you know, I agree with, with a chunk of what you said. Okay. Um, I'm not looking for a war. Or I'm not either. Like that. Because it's it's pointless. I mean, we all do day jobs. I mean, this is silly. Right, really but, get down to but it. you're never going to stand but, in the same room as Aaron Camaro and disrespect Vinnie Vincent and yeah, no, expect no kind of recourse I, I, well, for it. Regardless of who was involved, it was rude. And so if, if you if you were involved and you haven't been named and you were there, well, fuck you and you know you shouldn't yeah. have done that. Um, but no, as far as this whole thing goes, um, if they were referring to me saying like that I was somehow fawning over their show, that's not the case. Um, then why are you wearing a three-size shirt? Shut up. <laughs> it's an audio show. Why'd you have to reveal it? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I uh, knew that was bullshit. It's a one-on-one with Mitch Like I said, show. I've no. never um, met him. No. I, I got proof of that well, on I, the VIP page. Right. And, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, uh, I went over and I talked to Mike, and we had a pleasant conversation. And but it was just about Vinny and what we think he's going to do next, and and a little bit about well, ironically, a little bit about trolls and and how you deal with them and blah blah blah. But and I, I hope I, you learned. Yeah, and I'll even tell you, Tommy walked back at that point. He had finished doing Robert's Q and A, and I yeah. said, "Good job on the Q and A." I'm not hiding anything. Oh, you did here. do a good job on Q and A. Yeah, I, I yeah, thought he totally. asked some good questions actually, but that does not equate to me fawning over their show and saying I love their show. I was just like. They're, they're a big podcast. I thought it'd be nice to go over, shake hands, and say hi. I think they probably should have stopped at 10,000 just to keep it believable. Well, that, that's your... All right. But that, carry on. Yeah, that's going to turn into something else. Um, do I have an issue with kind of how they operate with stirring the pot and everything? Yeah, I do. Because I... I you know, it, like I said, they can do whatever show they want to do. Right, absolutely. But, but I don't understand getting your jollies by driving... Kiss fans crazy because Kiss show. fans are the greatest people on earth. Why you want to dick with them? But it's just, why you want to wait till everybody's looking at Vinnie Vincent to be like blah 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 blah. Yeah. But I Look don't. Me. I guess I'm I just. I don't get. I don't, I don't get. I just don't get the angle. I guess if you're not doing it for a living, why are you doing it? Otherwise, just have fun with it. Yeah, you know. But it, maybe that's what ha- how they have fun. I learned a few things from this. No, <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> like like what? Most people seem to really like Lisa and Tommy. They should probably go solo. Yeah, that's my advice. Go solo. So you're trying to break myself. You know, I've only got room in my heart for one Minnesota Vikings guy, and Baco knows who he is. Yeah. Uh, something else I learned: being best friends with Eric Singer doesn't automatically make you cool. Although you would think that it would, but it doesn't. You would think mm. it would. And uh, the final thing I learned from all this is, you know, this is more of a cautionary thing. Uh, being a tool isn't just an insult, but can become a way of life. If you're not careful, so are we? So is this? So is that? Can I? Can I now say? I promise you, I will never man- mention these jagoffs again. Even, even depending on how they respond to it. Even depending on how they respond to it, I won't say another freaking word. I will keep my mouth shut. I will keep my my anger and frustration held deep inside me. I, you know. It's. I mean, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. But you know what pissed me off and 
was the whole thing about Vinnie Vincent. We, we all went there I, to see Vinnie I Vincent. All these people paid their money to see the guy, to hear him, to listen to him, to be a part of the experience. And, you know, they, and I say they because you're all included. You're all three sides of the coin, whether it was one of you or four of you. It was just, you're all involved. So when they took away from that, I lost all respect. And I didn't really respect them that much before, but I lost total all respect. And yeah, and numerous messages over the past week of of people happy about you calling them out. So well, that helps. But uh, <laughs> it's not prof- that helps. That helps to have the uh, the support. Well, it's not. Uh, but no, I don't want to turn this into professional wrestling. Though I think we've already no. got, we've already gone into that territory. Oh, don't even don't even get me started on that. The worst thing in professional wrestling is one of the workers that are you're being a dick and being an asshole and being acting stupid, and then when you call them out on it, they say, "Oh, just working, your brother." Right. That's not cool. Don't do that shit. You're not a you're not a professional wrestler. You're not a worker. You're not in the business. Don't try to pretend like you are. Mm. Damn it. Okay, so are we done with this subject? Can we be? I, I was happy to be done with it before this. Okay. If we can be done now, I, w- I would also like to be done with it. And um, if you're going to start you know, sending us the response, and I, don't, I really don't care. I mean, they, I like them. <laughs> no, I, I no. like the, oh, what they uh, say. What they, oh, well, I, I, I'm not going to listen I'm, to it. I don't plan on listening either. No, I mean, I, mean, I don't, I don't listen to them now. Why would I go out of my way for that one? I agree. Well, it's, so. yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's their show. They can, uh, they can scream at us all they like. That's yeah. Fine. Without using our name, of course. Cause we, yeah, don't use our name. Cause we're clearly looking for attention, even though we would have done it sometime in the seven years before. And we used our, that attention to turn everybody on to quality kiss podcast, like podcast podcast, rock city, kiss FAQ, the kiss room, pot of thunder and kissery science theater. Just in case you missed it the and first time. Even for non-kiss stuff, Cobras and Fire is pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. All those other podcasts that I mentioned that we're all in the shadow of these 28,000-plus likes, all those shows are actually really quality shows. All right. But not all exclusively about kiss. All right. So next week, I'm calling out Eddie Trunk because we got to set our sights higher for a bigger audience. Oh, Eddie Trunk's got more likes than three sides. But he should because he's Eddie Trunk. See, that makes sense. And I think Jericho's a tool. So we're we're going to go after him. Jericho is kind of a tool. We're going after him next. And then Adam Adam Carolla. My my sights are set on Carolla. Carolla. Because that's that's how we operate. You know who I really hate? We love to stir the pot and get attention. You know who I really hate? I was at an Enough's Enough concert when they were opening for Local H and Ugly Kid Joe one time, and that fucking Mark Marin was making all kinds was of noise he? and interrupted what the whole shit. I was, oh, I'm so angry. I'll never, I'll never give up my hunt for Mark Who Marin. Who was playing the show? Enough's Enough and Local H and Ugly Kid Joe. It's more of a story that Mark Marin was at that show. Yeah, he was there, else. but he was only there to disrupt. To make he, fun of them. Yeah, he had no real interest okay. in the bands. He just pretended well, to like them so that he could get in with them good, and then when he got there, he just was an asshole. Okay, well, stay tuned next week guy. while we stir up fans piss them off and um ban people for their opinions oh wait that's not us that's somebody else all right let's move on you're a dead man mark Marin. yeah i've never come to you with this problem before this as we record most people are turning it off right now anyway after okay the, cool because now we're back started. to our friends so now you know what we're all about here so sticking around guys all yeah. five of you <laughs> since we really don't have an audience or anything we're getting there man someday i wasn't drinking today all i'm right. not joking man i love and appreciate our listeners so too. much so much all right, so what? So what are you gonna do? We're gonna do Bizarro covers. I know I've got my songs picked. Okay, so do you want to go first? Sure. <laughs> That'll buy me a couple of minutes. Well, I, you know, and I don't have notes for any of this stuff. I just I I, I went off a lot of uh, 
a lot of suggestions from our VIPs. Ah, oh, you stole my idea. Now you're going to have to do all your picks first, no. otherwise I'm going to double them up because that's exactly got, what I'm doing. I've only got a couple of these that came from the VIP. Okay. Some of my other ones were from me. The first one did come from VIP. And um, this came out in 1990. Like, I had no idea. I've never, I think I've heard of this band, but I don't know any of their material. And I didn't know this, this song was ever covered. Do you remember a Joe Cocker song called You Can Leave Your Hat On? Uh-huh. I sure do. Okay. That's a, like a Jack FM classic, right. I think. It's yeah. you know, very 80s yeah. you know, pop you song. You can leave your hat on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a catchy tune. And yeah, yeah. One of our, and I don't have the names in front of me, so I apologize. One of our, our if you want to be a VIP, go to patreon.com slash decibelgeek, and you can be a VIP, and we will take some song or some song suggestions from them. Kind of what happened a few minutes ago. Uh-huh. That's basically the format for VIP a lot of times. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. So become a VIP member and right. hear all the inside talk. Yeah, if you want that every week. Um, but yeah, this is a band called Juliet, which I, I don't, I know the name, but. I do too. I don't remember any other material, but this is them covering Joe Cocker from 
That's pretty wild. And if you're looking for to buy that or looking for Juliet material, it's spelled with two L's for some reason and one T. I know that band from somewhere. It's spelled incorrectly. That sounds so familiar to me. It's It's got to be something. I mean, and that's cool, so they must be something worthwhile checking out, I, I guess. I say they were from Florida, but I could be yeah. wrong. Well, yeah. Somebody find them on the, uh, on the Amazon through our Decibel Geek link at decibelgeek.com and check it out and let us know what you think of it. Yeah. All right. So what's your first one? I know okay, you put a lot so of thought in Okay. So off the top of my head, um, <laughs> I, was, I was flipping through some of my tribute CDs like not too long ago, and I came across one I hadn't thought about in a long time, uh-huh. and it was the one that Mitch LaFon came out with. Uh-huh. Um, see, world Mitch world with Hero? Yeah, World with Heroes. Yeah. It was all. It was like an all-star tribute to Kiss. That was a great Double tribute. disc, man. Awesome tribute. Yep. See, there's a rock and roll podcaster that uses his powers for good. See, that's good stuff. It was right a there. really good charity that he that he raised money for with that. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Not a whole lot on there. That's really bizarro. Just a bunch of really kick-ass mm. bands doing song by songs by the most kick-ass band. So, but there was one that really stood out to me as bizarro. But in such a good way. And I know if you're from Canada, you know what I'm talking about when I say Brighton Rock. Yeah. Great band. If you haven't heard of them, you're clearly not Canadian. But you might be missing out on something. They did a cover of Kiss's Creatures of the Night that is so dark and ominous and just downright spooky that you got to hear it to believe it. So right here off of Mitch LaFon's World with Heroes Kiss Tribute. I don't know if you can still get it anymore. I'm glad I bought the CD when it came out. I know you got one, too. Oh, yeah. Collector's items, I bet, by now. Yeah, good but, packaging. man, check this out. Brighton Rock. Always was- 
VIPs are going to be mad at you. Why? Or they're going to be mad at me for not correcting you. What did I say? It's nothing that you said. It's just that like I had, we had certain suggestions from the VIPs where they would suggest, you know, here's a, somebody covering a Kiss song. Here's somebody covering a Motley Crue song. Yeah. And I was like, nope, doesn't qualify. It has oh, to be a, a non-rocker okay. metal song. <laughs> so that pick should be disqualified if I'm, if I'm really going to stick to the rules. You're disqualified. But I do like how they kind of turned it into. Yeah, that's out. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what makes it bizarro. Yeah. So there's loopholes in your little rules, Chris. Well, it is for the co-host. For the VIPs, I'm like, nope, not yeah. going to pick it. Even though some of those suggestions were really great. Okay. That's all right. I'm a, we're going <laughs> to highlight some of them for sure. I think all, yeah, all, none of mine <laughs> would None of the original versions of any of my songs would cut would qualify as rock or metal. Okay, cool. very clearly, like this next one. Um, you heard of Daft Punk? Yeah, I've heard of them. Okay. I don't know. I guess I'm not into them, or I don't know if I'm into them. If you heard the original of this, you'll know it because it just got a lot of play, and it was also I think it was even in commercials. But Daft Punk is like a electronic music duo. You're disqualified. <laughs> it's a bizarro cover. And they, you got it backwards. Are they doing a cover of a really kick-ass metal song? <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's double reverse bizarro. No, it's it's a hard rocker metal band okay. doing a non-hard rocker metal song. Okay, that's so... The, that's the, the, that's what is, we're supposed to go by. Is Daft Punk the, the metal band or no, the metal song? Daft Punk, Daft Punk is an electronica band. Okay, but that's not the band you're playing. The original version is by Daft Punk. Okay, all right, I'm I got you I'm going to tell you about the original, and then I'll tell you about the cover. So Daft Punk is an electronica group, and they wear space helmets. Like, you mm. can't even see what they look like. They have these astronaut-like helmets, and okay. they wear, like, bodysuits. They're really strange-looking. And um, they had this song that was all over the radio. My teenager kids loved it. It was called Get Lucky. Okay. And... Uh, one of the more modern bands that can do any song and cover it very well is Hailstorm. Oh, yeah. I love Hailstorm. This is Hailstorm really rocking up a version of Daft Punk's Get Lucky.
punk well it's that's much better yeah i was gonna say i have heard that song before but it was never that good well i mean it's a decent pop song but you know but yeah i love what uh, hailstorm can always take us an old song and you know bring it up a notch yeah for sure oh i love their cover albums their reanimates that's what that one's off that's off reanimate uh 2.0 from 2013 so much cool stuff i love hearing her do white snake and i love hearing her do uh priest and skid row their cover of dissident aggressor yeah yeah might be better than the original and that's hard for me to say because i love the original right yeah Yeah. i think if i had to choose one of their cover songs is the very best you'd have to go with dissident aggressor because it's just so killer and she hits the high notes and she wails yeah Yeah. oh i love it so much great song all right let's see See, so i would have played that though because but it wouldn't qualify oh okay yeah i guess you're right yes that one wouldn't qualify so that would so we need like awesome covers or something or you know not so bizarre <laughs> Killer or, covers. we had something like that at one time but that was way way it was back just called under the covers under the covers that's yeah, right we haven't done that in like four years well next time we're stuck for an idea or in between guests we'll do that one well, or we'll just insult another show okay all right that's fun too yeah um let's see here oh so i'm just gonna go to the dbg vip's facebook group okay it's an exclusive group only the VIPs are a part of it. If you yes. want to become a VIP, you could become a part of this and also get all the extra awesome content. Have you ever heard of a band called August Burns Red? Not until I saw that post. Okay, yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I'm reading right now. Greg York suggested, uh, see, this has got to be, because if he's talking about Wrecking Ball by, uh, what's her name? Um, it's Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, see, yeah. That's so a, that's this is a bizarro cover. I've never heard it before in my life, so let's check it oh, out no. together. <laughs>
Oh, wow. Okay. August burns red. Very screamy. I mean, I'll give it to him. It's better than the original. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's got guitars. I'll give it that. Yeah. It's good. And there were, I'm looking through the, the suggestions and like, some of these suggestions were really great, and some of them almost made my made my picks. Yeah. Some of some of you got some of you guys have some weird tastes though, because like there's one that's like there's a band doing a a Castlevania song. Really? From the Nintendo game. I might pick that. Mega Man Two. Wow. Doctor Willie Stage One. Um, no. And no. Then, and the, I'll be disqualified yeah. again. Yeah. But uh, all right, but that's you know. Oh, and uh, Brian Ingr- Ingritson, who is uh, one of our VIPs, he suggested the Juliet song. I want to give credit where it's due here. Right on. My next one. You can't steal their ideas without giving them credit. That's right. My next one also comes from a VIP, but more importantly, it comes from the VIP of our hearts. I'm talking about Rock and Ron Runyon. He is the VIP of our hearts. We love him. And we're so. buddies with his parole officer. He loves the show. Right? Yeah, totally. Um, that's why Ron never gets in trouble because his right. his parole officer's a big fan. Yeah, he's got to he's got to be out on the street so he can you know keep working for him. <laughs> Just don't get arrested in Sweden, Ron. Yeah, no kidding. Don't let Rich take you into one of those buildings where people are doing really sick things. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, and this was one that, and I had I'd also scolded Ron for doing the wrong format on a few songs, and then he came back with one that was just right. Do you remember the band Roxette? Yes. They're actually a well, Swedish band was with their, a female singer. What was their popular songs? They were... They had, well, I'm about to play one of okay. them. Okay. Um, what else? It Must Have Been Love. Oh, yeah, that's it right. It Must Have Been Love. Yeah. It's $3 to pay me to not sing again. Um, but <laughs> Here you, you go. But they... Uh, I'll admit, they were a guilty pleasure in the 80s for me. I yeah. actually dug their stuff. Um but like this is a really, and I'd never heard of this band until Ron suggested it. This is a band called Candlelight Red, doing a rock set cover of "She's Got the Look."
actually pretty brilliant. I love it. To do a hard rock version of that yeah. song. Well, it's such a great pop melody in that song. Yeah, because when you hear it, even you like some pop songs you can listen to yeah. and go, yeah, you could turn that into a pretty good metal yeah. song. Any song that you could put na 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 in, you know, you're, you're good to go. <laughs> you know it's a good song. You just replace it with da 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 da. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Candlelight Red. I'd never heard that band before today. That's awesome. Yep. Okay, let's see who else we got going on here at the uh, VIP secret group. We got Andy Connors. Here's a guy after my own heart. He says, Typo Negative ran the gamut in the 90s. They really did. They did cover a Summer Breeze, Cinnamon Girl, and uh, Day Tripper. Yep. The medley. Oh, I love that. It's a big, We've played long, that on the show. Yeah, it's, yep. it's super cool. I love that a lot. So you can't go wrong with Typo Negative. I love him. I miss him. His favorite is Cinnamon Girl. I got to agree. Oh, my God. 
Those guys were covermeisters because they would take like a song that you really wouldn't expect a band like Typo Negative to cover, but then totally turn it into a Typo Negative song. Yeah, well, there's I love not, it. Anything they play is going to sound like Typo Negative. Right? Yeah, they can't. Uh, they can't sound like anything yeah, else. That's the only way a Neil Young song gets played on this show. Right. Not for sure. <laughs> I don't mind Neil Young. He's got some cool stuff. The reason I like Neil Young is because all the bands, like so many good bands have done great covers of his songs sure. in it, so it kind of turned me on to Neil Young mm. a little bit. He's kind of whiny it's and that weird. that voice. But, I can't stand yeah, it. Yeah. But he's got some great songs. Yeah. It's like Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. I can't really listen to Bob Dylan either. Me neither. But when I was young, I couldn't listen to like Dio and stuff. And I sure couldn't listen to like Halloween no. Or guys like that, or Grim Reaper. Yeah, I remember being young and my ear wasn't than, tuned yeah. like it is yeah. now. You're now into more power metal than you used to be. I can like when I was young, like to hear Grim Reaper. Yeah. I'd be like, oh god, that's so weird. You know, it's, he sounds so funny, but now yeah. it's like, wow, that's great. You yeah, know? well, because it's more of the voice being used as an instrument, than, right? Than just as a singing voice. Sure. Speaking of power metal, though, I there was one one song I almost picked uh, just because I. It was a. I saw the listing that it was a power metal cover uh, of Shares. If I could turn back time, no. And I was like, this has to be awesome. I was wrong. I'm sure. <laughs> they did it. I would me. look at that and be like, "There's no way this can be awesome." That's <laughs> oh, a great pop song. I was like, "This sounds great with distorted guitars." But that doesn't seem like one that would to me. I thought I don't it know. would, but they played it like at a million miles an hour, and it yeah. just sounded ridiculous. But if Paul Stanley would have done a version of it for Crazy Nights, it would have been great. As long as he wore the same outfit Cher wore when she sang it. You don't remember that yeah, video? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, he kind of did on the Crazy Nights back Yeah. <laughs> yeah I still song. say he was the trendsetter that set the uh, the trend for the sticking out of the thong. Oh, boy. When the girls all did that in the 90s, it's because they saw Paul Stanley doing it on the back cover of Crazy Nights. I don't know how to feel about that. Trendsetter. You make me hate that album. <laughs> All right, now, so you ready to hear the most out of left field thing that you'll hear today? More out, more out of left field than a cover of Joe Cocker. More out of left field than Daft Punk. More out of left field than even Roxette. Even more out of left field than Miley Cyrus. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. I'm intrigued. Um, I don't know if this was suggested by VIP or not. I don't think it, it. I could be wrong. I'll find it and I'll give credit after the fact if it. Oh yes, it was Scott Smith. Are you? You remember the? Peanuts cartoons? Sure, of course. So you know the, Snoopy and yeah. Charlie Brown and yeah. The song, the the theme music with the piano and everything. Yeah. What you're gonna hear now no. is Gary Hoey oh, yeah. absolutely shredding the hell out of the song Linus and Lucy.
Oh man, he is that Gary Hoey is something else. You know what my Christmas CD is? Mm. Ho ho hoey. Oh really? I've got a Christmas oh, CD amazing. of him just shredding Christmas carols. Yeah. And every year at Christmas time, I bring down the old CD player and set it down in the living room while we open presents and put that CD That's on brilliant. repeat. Yeah, it's great. He's one of the best just technician players. Right. right. But you know, even for something like that, and the bands he's been in and stuff, yeah. he's not just what like the guy on the back of the the hit parader magazine mm. selling a tape on how to play. I mean, this guy could actually he's got a lot of melody and a lot of oh, yeah. a lot of good he's sense a of, of player. Yeah, yeah, you got it. But yeah, I love that. I love that. And when I listened to it the other day, I was like, Well, there's no way I'm not playing this. It was just too good. No, that's awesome. All right. Um, let me see. What else are they talking about in the exclusive Decibel Geek VIP Facebook group? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, 
I got one. Oh, I got one. I was, uh, this was, yeah, hang on one second. Let me. Oh, man. No, no, I got this. Okay, all right. I'll use that one next. Here's one that was mentioned on the VIP group as an album, um, and I don't see it right in front of me who, who mentioned it, uh-huh. but they were talking about the uh, Butchering the Beatles CD. Yes. I love that CD so much. Yep. Oh, that album is good. There's so many great players on it. So um, while I'm trying to remember the one I was originally going to pick just now, here is Lemmy along with Eric Singer. And John Five doing a cover of the Beatles back in the USSR.
man. You can't beat Lemmy. So did Lemmy collude with Russia to do that song? I think so. Okay. Um, now, I almost picked a Beatles cover that was suggested. It was the uh, Letters from the Fire doing uh, Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. Yeah. That was another one Scott Smith suggested. Scott's got a good uh, taste. He also, well, he mentioned Get Lucky by Daft Punk, although I'd already had that on my list before I saw his comment. Yeah, these guys loaded it up. I love it when we go on our uh, VIP group and and just like put out there, hey, we're thinking about doing this or we're thinking about doing that. And we let the VIPs in on it and they help us out. And this is great. Yeah, because I yeah, mean, that was from yeah. Brad Kelmanson. He suggested okay. the butchering the Beatles album. Awesome. So, all right. So, I've got. Have I got one more left here? Uh, yeah, I do. I have one. We, do I we need to take a break or anything? Nah, no. I, okay. I didn't get the Amazon stuff together. We kind of had to front load it with a lot of uh, other talk today. Oh, so yeah, um, that's it, right. But guys, always support the artists. We will have links yes. to the Amazon store for all of yes. these artists. And please go on and buy this stuff because uh, artists can't survive unless you pay them. So right. uh, it's not all here for free. So if you heard something that turned you on, go on there, buy the song, buy the whole album, give them a chance. Yeah, we do this show for two real reasons. One, because we like it and we have fun. Two, because it helps us keep rock and roll alive. You know, we Chris loves rock. I love rock. We love this music. We love these musicians. Just like all of you do, let's all work together to keep it alive. And the only way to keep it alive is to feed it money every once in a while. Otherwise, it's going to shrivel up and die. Yeah, and it doesn't cost that much. And then someday we'll be like sitting here doing a podcast going, you remember rock and roll, man? That was great. Oh, I miss that shit. <laughs> remember when rock and roll? It was awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so do I? You have, do you have one more left? Or yeah, I got one okay. more. All right. Okay, no, this, this was the one I was trying to remember. I bought this CD new because it came out last year, right at the end of the year. You know, I'm a nut when it comes to cover songs. I really love it. I love it when a hard rock band or a metal band takes a song that you may not necessarily like or you may not, you know, think was was rocking was rocking or heavy or cool and they turn it into something really cool. So when UFO came out with their album last year called The Salentino Cuts, mm-hmm. it was a tribute album to some of their favorite artists, some of their favorite songs and they rock them out. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about our kind of decibel geek music you know the the bands that'll take a song that you may not like and just rock it out big john cougar mellencamp fan i like some of do you sure oh man i just uh yeah scarecrow uh american fool needed more guitars like like he should have had ace fraley in his band i would have loved john cougar mellencamp if you would have had like Ace Fraley or randy rhodes or somebody like that in his band from what i've heard about john mellencamp as a person that would not end well. No, I'm no. sure not. Ace Fraley would have been strangled by the end of day one. <laughs> John Mellencamp doesn't put up with shit. Or the cougar would be drinking with him. I give up. I'm in. Right. Pass me the doobie. Give me the bottle. But I, yeah, I like some John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, I was never a big fan, but this one is pretty cool. You'd never believe it until you hear it. So you're going to believe it right now when I tell you. This is UFO doing a cover of John Cougar Mellencamp's Paper and Fire. Nice. Dream 
too yeah yeah the ufo rocks it out I too. oh i will mention you want to know another really good uh cover of paper and fire sure Baco's one that he does for cobras and fire <laughs> <laughs> he turned paper and fire into a cobras and fire theme song it's fantastic <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> cobras and fire <laughs> yeah you just can't top that version John, John yeah, Cougar will tell you that. Yeah, Baco's is the best. Yeah, totally. All right. All right, so I got one more to play out with, um, but uh, before we go, uh, so are we ready for the response we get from this one? About what? Uh, oh, okay, never mind. Um, I don't know. Me neither. Yeah. We got a cool guest coming over later on in a few days. Yes, we do. And he's going to be our guest on next week's episode? Yeah, after this one. Oh, yeah, somebody right. that's been on the show before and yes. is very popular and very well-liked. Yes, that's true. All right. Okay. Cool. That's a good teaser you got. Yeah. All right. So uh, last pick of the show. It's funny. This is a. This is a. I I could have honestly picked. We could. I could have picked fifteen songs by this one person. This guy pretty much he makes his uh, living doing metal versions of cover songs. 
on YouTube. Okay. All right. His name is his name is Leo Moricoli or Leo Moricoli. Well, I'm gonna have to look this up because this sounds right up my alley. It, he t- and he takes the most bizarre songs and turns them into metal versions. Oh yeah, like the the more pop and the more far away from rock, the yeah. more he'll do with those. Does he do any Duran Duran? I'll have to look. Does I'm he not do sure. any Thompson Twins? I don't know if he does. <laughs> oh, Thompson Twins metal cover sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it does sound cool. Cover Hold Me Now. Shit, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, this guy, you know, right and, after we're done with our uh, Spice Boys band. Oh God. But yeah, so I, you know, that could have picked a number of different songs. But do you remember there was a guy who put a song out last a year, a couple of years ago, called a Godier, and the the song just had a simple acoustic guitar and like uh, little bell drums. And goes, okay. You'll hear, it, you'll know it in a minute. Okay. It was a huge hit. It's one of them. As soon as I hear it, I'll know. Yes. Yeah. And it, it had a, a female singing part, but like on the chorus, the guy kind of sounds like Sting with the police, and it's just, but it's very pop. Okay. Um, but I liked it too, and it's just a simple song. Well, this guy takes it and turns it into a metal song, and it definitely transforms it into something completely different. But I, I love what he did with it. This is Leo Moricoli. Sorry if I get the the name wrong. Doing a cover some of somebody that I used to know, and we'll see you next week. See ya.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.